Hey, welcome back to the Joe Carey Show on our new network, the Fed by Ravens Media Network. Go to our website, fedbyravensmedia.com. And again, take the time, uh, look at all the hosts. I guarantee you will recognize some of the names, a lot of the talent, and um, a lot of ways to help the network. Tell your friends about it. You can hit the sponsorship button, but, but take the time to visit there today. Uh, it's our launch, and uh, glad that you can be part of that. You know, I... I I want to start with this. Uh, we all remember uh, Fredo, right? Fredo Cuomo. He's the tough guy, right? He was, he was outside, and a young kid approaches him and poking some fun at him. And uh, uh, Chris Cuomo, the anchor at CNN, you know, threatens to push him down the stairs, right? Because he's a tough guy. I'll push you down these effing stairs. Well, not to be outdone, right? Fredo, who was referred to as the lesser Cuomo. Fredo, not to be outdone, his brother Andrew, the governor of New York, tweets out that, you know, because President Trump is saying, hey, I have a chance to win New York. That Bill de Blasio and Andrew Cuomo have screwed up that state so badly, I have a chance to win New York. So this gets into, like, you know, a political one-upsmanship. So Andrew Cuomo ends up saying, if Trump comes to New York, he better have an army with him. Which people rightfully interpreted as, were you implying violence against the president? So Cuomo's kind of backed off of that, but this Fredo gene seems to be running through the Cuomo family. So I thought we would go to our resident New Yorker, uh, Jim Sano, uh, who spends copious amounts of time in New York, but has not been infected by the, uh, the liberal virus. Jim, thank you for joining us today. Always good to be with you, Joe, and best of luck on the new network, fedbyravensmedia.com. Is that correct? That is. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. So, Jim, I've got to ask you, is it the Cuomos? Is it New York? Where's this, uh, this violent uh, gene coming from? I mean, Chris Cuomo threatening to push somebody down the stairs, and Andrew Cuomo saying, hey, if the president comes here, he better bring an army, which I interpret as... That's a bad thing. That means you're not doing your job. He's the president. He shouldn't require an army to come and visit a state in the union. I summed this up some months ago when you had this conversation and basically the same type of question came up regarding uh, the younger Cuomo. And I did it in two words. Inferiority complex. That's the gene they carry. Well, I can't, look, I, I can't argue with that. I mean... Look, if Andrew Cuomo were really trying to get the president, all he would do is send him to a nursing home in New York. I mean, that's really the... I know, it's too soon. It's too soon. You you can't go down that road. But I mean, Andrew Cuomo is going to do and say anything to get people not to talk about nursing homes, and I'm not going to let that happen. Andrew Cuomo really sentenced about 10,000 people to death because as people were dying in those nursing homes, he knew they were happening. He has a U.S. Navy ship in the harbor ready to take people, but he won't change his policies because he would have to admit he was wrong. And he refused to do that even as the, uh, the death toll kept going up. That's the shame of it all. That is the shame of it all. Uh, people, innocent people, had to pay a price for this guy's incompetency. And the real reasoning behind them acting the way they act, besides that inferiority complex, which I believe completely, and I pretty much know it to be true, the fact of the matter is, wherever Trump tends to land 
as is proven in the Wisconsin visit, he gets a positive reception. They are so fearful of this man being on the ground anywhere in the country and speaking to the issues because you've got a guy that looks at the problem, figures the cure to the problem, and then goes out and solves the problem, as opposed to these hacks, which do nothing but suck money into their coffers and then blow it on ridiculous scenarios and are broke by the end of the day anyway. And on that note, you might want to think about the, the using Trump as the, as the uh, main character here. The effort that Trump has made regarding the China virus, the, corona, uh, the uh, coronavirus, I compare this whole effort, which was monumental, as you know, I believe, and as I am pretty sure of, to the same effort the United States made in World War II with the Liberty Ship. Think about it in the same context, because it is the same. Uh, we had, uh, at the time, Carnegie Steel, and I forget the other industrialists that were competing to put a ship in the water every 30 days during the war to maintain a supply line in the oceans while we were fighting a war. These guys were instrumental in helping us win that war. And if you take the Liberty ship and put the name Trump on it, in this effort, it's the same concept, exactly the same concept. Well, Jim, I, I believe that. And you also said something interesting. You talked about, you know, innocent people suffer because of the incompetence, and you were referring to uh, the Cuomos. But I think we can apply that to politicians in general. I look at how the left politicized hydroxychloroquine. To this day, I don't know whether... It helps or hurts, but I do know that it has become politicized. And today, I'm looking at now, the Dow Jones is down 700 points because uh, uh, Tony Fauci has come out and said, hey, I don't think we're going to have a vaccine by the end of October. Now, this contradicts the CDC, which came out earlier in the week and told the states, gear up uh, for vaccine distribution by the end of October. So it calls into question, you know, why, why, this, uh, why aren't these doctors that are part of uh, the team in a way that Trump was assigned? He didn't get to pick them. But now you have the CDC telling the states, get ready, vaccine distribution, end of October. Now we see the Dow tumbling 700 points because Tony Fauci comes out and says, hey, we're not going to have the vaccine. What are your well, thoughts on that? Take. Here's my take on that, Joe. Number one, Trump will have the vaccine, and he will have it before the, uh, I would say, the end of October, in my opinion, if not sooner. I mentioned that to you probably two or three weeks back. I'm very confident that's accurate information, and I use the word, I'll theorize, because I don't know much about too many things, but I'll theorize that that's gonna be the case. The other side of that coin is, uh, Fauci is a, uh, a good doctor and a good guy and so forth and so on, but I don't think he has even a, uh, a, a toehold on what Donald Trump knows in regard to where things actually are in the way of progress and in what, to what degree we will make that progress. So I, wouldn't, uh, I would discount Fauci on that issue. The other thing is they're trying like hell to uh, take down Dr. Atlas, a new fellow that just came into the program uh, fighting this COVID disease who's a very intelligent individual, very sharp guy, knows what he's doing and he's being smeared, as is everybody else that can solve the problem. You know, you and uh, uh, Miss Lee were talking earlier about the, uh, 
different odds and ends about how you keep a, a good attitude and so forth and so on in the country, how it was founded and so forth and so on. My assessment in the courthouses, the old courthouses in, in the city of Newark, New Jersey, in the city of New York City, if you go to an old courthouse, on the walls, there's the Ten Commandments, there's a lot of uh, uh, beautiful stuff. It's all faded because they didn't have the money to pay for paint to paint over it as yet, and that's a good thing. As you sit there in a courtroom or you go wandering through a courtroom, and you've been through courtrooms, I'm sure, through your life uh, history with the law, there's some tremendous... Uh, things that are on the wall that honor our beginning. And the United States of America was founded by some tremendous founders that based the entire program on a religious foundation. They knew how to answer to a power above. And that's where we go awry. At this point in time, people are trying again to slander and slant and uh, take down that particular belief, in essence, in essence, crumbling our foundation is what their attempts are. I'll give you a comparison on that as well. Taking down the foundation, which is the religious beliefs of this country's founding, is like eliminating boot camp before we put these guys into the military. You can't do it. It doesn't work. So you have to be resistant to it, no matter what they say on the left. This is a game that they're playing. And you know my thinking with Joe, Lazy Joe, Sleepy Joe, I call him Joe the Trojan Horse. All of these leftists, communists and fascists that are lined up behind him are packed tightly into this Trojan horse. If God forbid this guy was elected, which I don't believe for a minute, this country would turn on a dime and go in the wrong direction instantly. Just so your audience knows my opinion. No, and, and Jim, you say it every week, and I, and I believe it every week. We have 30 seconds left. Let me ask you one final question. The debates, first one scheduled for the end of September, just a few weeks away. Do you think Joe Biden will ever make it to the debate stage with Donald Trump? I can theorize that they are doing everything in their power to prevent that from happening. I think Joe Biden's going to show up at a McDonald's and wonder where everybody is. Jim, thank you. You're listening to The thank Joe you. Kerry Show on the Fed by Ravens Media Network, fedbyravensmedia.com. We'll be back tomorrow right here, noon, Mountain Time.